the Booker Man, y'all. Can you dig it? Yeah. Yeah, that's it, man. <laughs> Can you dig it? That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah. Uh. Can you dig it? Yeah. Can you dig it, sucker? <laughs> yeah. Can you dig it? Yeah, it's all real. You can find me some stains in love attention. Booker T's here, life been diesel, triple X. On the count of three, I want y'all to spit it. One, two, three. Can you dig it? Yo, yo, yo. Welcome to Reasonable Wrestling. And if you did not know what that was, neither the fuck did we, okay? Bro, we yeah. <laughs> had the rap song. Bro, can you dig it? Can you dig it? <laughs> Shout out to Jim Johnson, man. Yo, You're they a- heard that shit after they done it. They're like, nah, we got to go with the Halloween shit. <laughs> I mean, you're like, yeah, we can't have Booker T out here rapping for his interest music. <laughs> I mean, he's black, so he can they, rap. Try, they tried it. <laughs> can you can you rap? Can you rap? Yeah, we'll send you over to Jim Johnston and you rap for him. He's gonna lay a nice track, track. down for you. <laughs> anyway, welcome to Reasonable Wrestling. If you didn't know, now you know. It is the uncut, unfiltered, unedited underground podcast of the professional wrestling podcasting game. It is I, your Most High. Chris and I am with my tag team partner, as always, CT, a.k.a. Chitty Bang. What's good, everybody? And Merry Christmas to all. Mm-hmm. We had Christmas hats and shit that we was going to put on, but fuck it. It's the first day of Kwanzaa, First day dog. of Kwanzaa. Yeah, so, it's on Merry Christmas. I'm like, happy Kwanzaa. Come on, shout bitch. out to uh, <laughs> all my black folks out there celebrating the first day of Kwanzaa. Shout it out. is shout Wednesday. Um... Uh, December 26th. Oh, happy mm-hmm. Boxing Day to my homies out there in yeah. Canada celebrating their life out there. Are you, are you sure it's Canada? It's not the UK? Either or, man. They both celebrate, they I, both think. Them? I think. I think they yeah, yeah. I uh-huh. mean, I got a computer in front of me and I didn't research it. So. <laughs> Boxing Day. <laughs> yeah, so um, welcome to uh, Reasonable Wrestling. Uh, please follow us on Twitter, RW Podcast One. We are also on everything else, literally everything else, all our uh, medias of socialness yep. as Reasonable Wrestling Podcast. And um, this is a very special show for us. This is our last show of the calendar year. Mm-hmm. Um, me and CT have been at this about six months. This is episode 32. Yeah, this is crazy. So this is half a year, man. Mm-hmm. Um it's been a crazy ride. So today we're going to bring to you our regular schedule program, which we normally do. Um, high our high spots, uh, worst produced, best written. Mm-hmm. We may even have a take on take if you've been listening to other podcasts, which I kind of haven't because we do our own fucking podcast. Yeah. Um, no, we're not going to have take on takes. Well, fuck it. <laughs> so, but we're gonna we're gonna pretty much do um, what our. Uh, our show, we're going to skip right through it, and then we're going to get into the main point of the show, like we said, the first day of Kwanzaa, and this is our first ever annual The Blackies, all right? <laughs> this is our award show, The Blackies, Blackies, and we're going to shout out every black wrestler that's on the roster currently. We're going to uh, uh, pages in the book with them, which mm-hmm. is one of our segments that yeah, we had. Booking them and forward. We're, and we're going to uh, book and black some, some mm-hmm. current characters. Uh, and uh, superstars, and we're just going to give out our best black performer, our worst book performer, our most prominent performer, our most, uh, you know what I mean? Looking forward to, like, we're going to really 
dedicate this, the rest of the show once we skip past it to our black wrestler. So stay tuned for the blackies later on. Um, so let's go and get right into the show. Yeah. Um, uh, what was your hot spot? Um, you go first. Cool. All right, cool. I, well, yeah. wrestling came on Christmas. Monday Raw was Christmas Eve. Um, I'm not going to say I watched it live because I didn't. Um, and SmackDown was Christmas. So, like, I didn't necessarily watch the show on Christmas. We was uh-huh. kicking it with the with the friends, with yeah, the family, yeah, with the yeah. loved ones. We was, you know what I mean? So we caught kind of everything late. My high spot pretty much was just the progressiveness of SmackDown. Uh-huh. Um, we came into this wrestling podcast talking about uh, how things were produced, how things were written, how things were presented to us because we're grown-ass men watching wrestling. So it can't just be about... A whole bunch of story, you know, fighting, and you know, it, yeah, I mean, yeah. it has to be. Pre- we're film guys, so yeah. it had to be brought up to us in a certain way for so, us to digest it and like consume it in a way that makes us feel like, all right, it's worth our time. Exactly, you know. So with uh, with SmackDown kind of um, getting into the new year, they kind of were um, very, very. Um, they're 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 very open. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. They're, they're very. They're very open to new ideas. Like I said a couple weeks ago, like they don't have a lot of eyeballs mm-hmm. on them, which they do, but they have a, a, the ability to experiment. Mm-hmm. So um, how they're interacting, the 205 guys with the SmackDown roster as um, Daniel Bryan inexplicably uh, uh, attacks Mustafa Ali, mm-hmm. but it's not inexplicable because he pinned him yeah, last, last week. week. Yeah. So continuity to the show, uh-huh. um, having the two or five guys actually back there to kind of like congratulate Mustafa and then mm-hmm. like be the agents to kind of like break it up a little bit. Yeah. I kind of would have liked to see it a little bit more physical yeah, because they yeah, are wrestlers. They wrestlers too. So yeah. I would have liked to kind of see that, but I'm yeah. not going to nitpick. Yeah. Um, if Cedric Hill's going to like, you know, push them off and like, yo, don't be yo, that's my, fuck yeah, with, fuck exactly. with my nigga. Like, like a fuck with my, with my boy like that would be dope that's character development for Cedric Cedric right there on the spot you know so he then it gives him kind of but I think they don't write stuff like that because they don't want if they know they're not doing anything with Cedric they're not gonna give him any character on screen of course you know and that's that's understandable that's that's time you know what I mean we talked about how time consuming um, you know writing probably is and like consistently for like they they, this is this is a hundred plus Men and women roster that yeah. you got to like. What I gotta give everybody something? Yeah, like, you know what I mean. Like, and what's funny is that like they didn't they 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 put the two or five guys like on see on the screen. That's all they need to do. It's hard enough to do a show as it is. So even with that, you know, you see, you you say that SmackDown has room to experiment. To me, I look at it as they have two hours. They have an hour less than Raw. Raw should be the the show that has room to experiment, and SmackDown mm-hmm. should be the one that's like. Well, we have to fit all of you guys on the show, but somehow SmackDown handles their roster and has time for two or five lives and getting them shine. Like I could not predict a month ago, or not, yeah, not even a month ago, a couple weeks ago, that Mustafa Ali would be a major fixture in SmackDown right now. Bro, and he's like, he's not even like so much a major fixture. He's like the top face. Yeah, he's like the t- in position as the top face. Yeah, right now. on the show, on that show, yeah. he was the position position at the top face. <laughs> You know, so um, that's, other than maybe Rusa on that show. Yo, yeah. speaking of Rusa, uh, yeah. you know he won the title. Yeah, uh, from Rusev, that, won the U.S. title from yeah. Nakamura in a match 
which is very good. This is my high spot of the week. Um, yeah. Which is his, which is good. Like, yeah. I didn't know Christmas was his birthday. Yeah, I didn't know that either. So he, yeah. he, won, the, he won the championship on his birthday, which is dope, and gave it a little bit extra meaning to it. Mm-hmm. Um, I did uh, enjoy the, the Monty Man match mm-hmm. uh, between the Usos and the bar. Uh, I'm sorry, the Usos and the club. Versus the bar insanity. Yeah, they work well together. They, they work well together. Um, I hear Anderson and um, Gallows. I think it's Gallows is going to be hosting a new show on the network. Oh, okay, called uh, Botch Club. Oh, they're funny so, guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah they're, they're funny they're, guys. They're funny guys. They're so really, I'm, look, I'm looking forward to. I'm that. glad they were able to show their personality. Yeah, at least I mean, give, they give us something to do. Yeah, yeah, they were earlier, but it was crazy. It was like ball jokes or something. Yeah, like that, so. that's it. And then his abs, and I that gets. Over time, that you know, it gets played, but they, they, I think they don't put them on TV enough to exactly. to grow their, exactly. their their repertoire. Whereas New Day, you know, they can grow their repertoire every single week because they bring some new shit out. You know, every single week they're show, show, showcasing and giving that opportunity to grow as a tag team and add like little pieces to their whole thick so, whole thing. So to thing. see the tag team division also in get fleshed out, being utilized yeah. and fleshed, like you said, fleshed out, and is is. Even though they just added two teams, they added two formidable teams. And you, because you were like, yeah, you didn't want to see Sanity, but they were decent. And even Alexander Wolf, who I didn't, wasn't like a big fan of, mm-hmm. even in that match performed very well. So I'm curious to see going forward. And Killian Dean looks like he lost weight. This is okay. Yeah, I'm, you know? I'm, 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 I'm happy to see him be a little bit more comfortable. You uh-huh. know what I mean? Like, yeah. I'm not really comfortable with a lot of, I, I know some guys just have their weight. You know yeah. what I mean? But. We've had you're doing a lot of cardio. You're you're on the road. You're traveling. Yeah. You're eating. You're probably not eating as healthy. You know what I mean? Because a lot of wrestlers save money, so they don't put that money back into their diet. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And and especially for a, a, a heavier set guy, mm-hmm. he got that weight from not eating healthy. You yeah. know what I mean? So um, it's good to. Oh, see I'm not going to judge. I'm not going to no, say I'm for not, sure. That's I'm the not reason gonna why. Ju- I'm not going to judge. No, yeah. no, I'm not going to judge. But it's just happy to. See, I'm I'm happy to see him. Be a little bit like even Big Show. Like Big Show's a a big guy. Yeah, yeah. But it's it's hard when you're when you're big and you're and I'm not gonna say you're sloppy, but you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It yeah, hinders yeah. you. It does, absolutely, it, it, absolutely. So and acti- it's not. Come on, when you're doing some active, act, active act, actively, yeah, with all that weight, and then you're doing taking bumps over and over again, it's better when you don't have that weight exactly. on you. Exactly. So to see him slim out a little bit, like offensive linemen, like I see, yeah. like I watch sports all the time, like Joe Thomas and Jeff Saturday, mm-hmm. like once they quit playing football, like they're like 175 pounds. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh yeah. god, okay, you're a normal human. Yeah, you're, you're actually a real person. <laughs> you're not always a giant. <laughs> yeah. Um. So it, it was good though to see that tag team division, the tag team division. SmackDown game uh, fleshed out, um, and <clears throat> excuse me. Uh, also, to kind of see um, at the end of the show, AJ and Vince. Mm-hmm. I'm really, really intrigued because AJ's a face, but him hitting Vince McMahon. You know what I mean? Like, uh-huh. if you're a face, you can walk away. It yeah. depends on what they're doing with it. So, 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 I'm, so I'm, I'm just, I'm intrigued. Let, let I'm me, intrigued. Let me say, like, because right after, because right after the Rusev match was the main event, and you think the show is over, you know, Rusev wins, and the show on a high end of the year, Rusev won the title on his birthday, and the show's going to be over, and then you see AJ backstage, and you, di- mind you, the whole show, you don't see AJ, you don't see Vince the entire show. So this is like a little tidbit they added to the end of the show, 
that keeps you looking forward to the next show. And at the same time, it's with one of their biggest stars who they kept off TV the entire show. You're like, oh, there's no AJ this show. But no, there is. Mm-hmm. And it's it builds a layer to his character because Vince is telling me there's more to you. And as you called AJ wrestler of the year last week, and I have, and I don't even want to dispute that right now because I can you can you can argue that even with that him being almost wrestled wrestled or wrestle the year to you. He has a level he has to go to now. He has a level that he hasn't reached yet. Even even he said in an interview For sure. that he's like, I think there's another level that I need to go to as a superstar. Yes. So I think this could catapult him to a new level and give him that character. Um, it's like Vince saying to him, like, like real life and behind scenes on camera that, hey, I want to see the real AJ. I see the, the, the new Daniel Bryan. I want to see the real AJ. And then he slaps AJ. To see if he got that in him, that fire, that he because he knows something. He's like we're more alike than well. Not. Vince, Vince hired him, and as you we watched um, the Chronicle of AJ, and he said Vince hired him because he wanted a pit bull. Yeah, you know what I mean. Vince wanted a pit bull. Vince wanted a guy that was like, okay, everybody's been telling me you're the best at this stature. I don't want that caveat. Yeah. So show me what about this stature puts you over the guys that I see as a Brock, as a Braun, as a Roman. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? As a Triple H as back in the day. You know what I mean? Like somebody that, that I see that can carry my company. Show me why that is that. Because it's admirable for a baby face to have like that fire. Yeah, yeah, you know yeah, I mean? yeah. Like, absolutely. And, so writing it, um writing it in that way and like you just mentioned, he was like Vince not on screen and then here he is the very next week on screen being a character. That's not him being a boss. That's not him being an off screen authority figure. That's him making himself again prominent in a storyline. Where I'm not objective to I'm not you know what I mean? Yeah. So it wasn't like he was like he, the way they're using the McMahons right now, it's almost like they're, they're ancillary characters. They're, they're still, but they're, he wasn't they're, ancillary they're, in that. Pro, in that in he that wasn't segment. ancillary in that segment. But I mean, if 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 he goes forward next week and we have a Vince AJ promo again, he wasn't ancillary. If AJ just goes on with the this, this steam and trying to like comes out with a, a fiery promo next week and then he moves on from this, um, then he is answering. Do you, you know, ever but just move on from a McMahon? That's true. That's true. And I'm not saying we're not, they're not, it's not going to be addressed. Mm-hmm. I'm saying, but they address it through like a McMahon match. It's different than them addressing it as like McMahon, like, okay, that's what I needed from you. Now now you have a match with so-and-so. That means that it's not a McMahon storyline. You feel me? That's what, okay. I, I, no, I'm following. I'm following. You know, and I'm I think that no, the way I'm they're following. using the authority following. figures right now, they're not using them as... Like they're part of the storyline. Only now we're seeing Shane and is agreed to be Mrs. Tag Team Partner. So that going forward, it's like Shane's going to be like a wrestler. But Shane's always been one of the boys, really. You know, so he's going to be like a wrestler. Um, I don't want to see. Okay, that's why I said I'm intrigued because seeing Shane wrestle is not what I, is not the business. Uh-huh. It's not. That's not. That's not ingenuity. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's not innovative. Yeah. That's not new. That's not you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like why does Shane have to wrestle? We you know what I mean? He hasn't fulfilled his obligations when he fell off the cage at thirty two. Okay, I'm not saying that he has to wrestle, but I'm saying I was just trying to say what the, related to the way they're using authority figures. But, but that's if you want to go pivot to that to that topic, well, I, I think personally Shane wrestling with Miz I don't want to see that personally. So now but, that we, he's a wrestler, I mean, now that you mentioned it, I, mean, yeah. I don't want to go into a tangent or even argue. Yeah. But now that we've talked about it, I 
him AJ hitting Vince okay. only means three things. What? Like you said, AJ just bypasses it, which I think is lower on the ranking. Yeah. The top two is a match with Vince or a match with Shane. We've already seen AJ and Shane. So, you know what I mean? What about a match with Triple H? That's something right there. I mean, I mean, I think that Triple H wants to be in a ring with AJ at least once before he you know, calls it. AJ. I don't think we, we haven't seen it. AJ and Triple St- and AJ Styles and Triple H. I don't think people even thought about that. I mean, hey, so this will show if they're really listening to the show. <laughs> if they book AJ if they Triple H, book AJ and Triple H, we got some steam, dog. <laughs> so yo, you heard it. You heard yeah. it here first. Um, I don't know. Fuck it. You heard it here first. Um, yeah. If AJ Styles and Triple H, be, but I mean, even then, w- even then, there's some steam behind that storyline. But the match is going to be plotty. Oh. It's not gonna. It is gonna be so. Maybe slow. he can speed up, and he and he's injured. So like, Bro, <laughs> like we rewatched AJ. AJ Styles is gonna be our character spotlight in January. Yeah, yeah. So we went back and watched AJ Styles match with um with uh, Jericho, and Jericho is a lot more fluent than Triple H is. Yeah, and that and was kind of plotty. And it was plotty. Yeah. You're right, and and I'm like, oh my goodness! So like, you but know, but depending on how they book the match and the story they want to tell, if I mean, because Triple H can be an aggressive heel against AJ, he can be an aggressive if they book it differently than they book the Jericho, because Jericho's another small guy too. So you expect Jericho to go, but Jericho was plotty. But if they book their match around Triple H being a bigger guy and him tossing around AJ and you know performing. You know, power moves on him. The whole match it could be plotty, it but could. still it entertaining. Could. You know what I mean? I, and then we're getting like too, we're getting too far, too far into, yeah. into that. But I, but with the AJ thing, um, I all in all, I think that was a good, great way to end the it show. Was great, it was great, uh, and you used your roster like completely. Like they, they really utilized yo, their roster. Yo, Andrade they and moving. fucking Mustafa. Mustafa, what bro, the hell, yo? That I didn't expect match that. Was fucking that was dope. Yo, and seeing Andrade angry. Oof. Fam. Yo, Andrade, yo, yeah. he's going to have a big 2019. Yeah. I have, I have a yeah. prediction of him. Mustafa, obviously, he he has a potential to be one of the big faces going towards, you know, Mania and being inside. And the women's roster is yeah. lit. The women's roster right now, is, did, did they have a they, segment? They had a segment uh, with uh, Mandy Rose trying to get Jimmy under the mistletoe. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a pretty cool story. It's it's a good story. Yeah, that's a pretty good story. Because a black woman is not for yeah. like, white bitch. Yeah. <laughs> I know white bitch. Yeah. Hey, listen. Listen. Yeah, she ready to fight. Hey, listen. Black women might take you back after <laughs> cheating with another black woman. Okay? That is a possible... That when you look at your space, though, that is a jack that might walk. Okay? But if you cheat with a white bitch... That's <laughs> right. It's <laughs> around me. It's done. <laughs> so Naomi trying to just save her marriage. You feel me? Yeah, like, yeah. Um, and <laughs> it's funny because like they have to book, you know, Mandy Rose because they see something in her. They see mm-hmm. her, you know. So and they have to book Naomi. So they're not. In, so they're not in the title picture, and still have something entertaining and to fight for. So I think that they came up with a good storyline with that. So I, I, like the whole show, 
was very well put together. Yeah, I, I think know. So, I feel you on that. I think SmackDown, SmackDown was my high spot. So yeah. we talked about a good twenty minutes about my high spot, which was the show of SmackDown. Yeah. So let's go get into your high spot, which was on SmackDown. was on SmackDown too. It was Rusev uh, and Shinsuke. Rusev and Shinsuke was a great match, and I think going forward, this is what needed to happen. I mean, Shinsuke's reign as the United States champion wasn't the best. You know, uh, but with him dropping the belt, maybe some way this can make him have some fire in his character and he can come across as a bigger heel going forward. Uh, but they have to they have to tell that story. But um, as for Rusev, I'm extremely happy for him to after all the hard work he put in with Rusev Day getting over and him not getting that that big moment. This is a moment for Rusev. This is a moment where he wins the title on the last uh for all the SmackDown of the year on his birthday, on a Christmas day, or Christmas. Well, you know, yeah, it was Christmas. Christmas. I mean, they oh, it right. aired it on Christmas. It aired it on, yeah, they, I'm confused. Know. I'm not sure what the days were. No, they ta- they but, taped it last week. Yeah, so they taped it after the live taping last week. Yeah, but he ends and off this year end of the year off with, with the, the big win. He had his main event match this year too for his first uh, pay per view main event with AJ. At some pay per view, uh, was it Fastlane or no? It wasn't um, Fastlane. It was like Extreme Rules. No, um, you know, guys, you guys know these. No mercy. Names. Something <laughs> like that. I mean, yeah, I don't remember really. which one, but they had a main event match up here on preview this year. Uh, so f- he put a lot of hard work in. That's what I'm trying to say. So this is I'm giving a lot of props to Rusev because he, he performs. Year. Yeah, he performs. He's comes, a, he comes. He comes. He performs. He does great matches. He uh, is entertaining. He got over his whole Rusev day. What else you want from the guy? Like, you know, give him, they gave him a strap, and I'm proud to say that I'm a fan, and, I, and I'm glad that he got that yeah, after I'm, the year he had. I'm, I'm super glad for Rusev to, like, be in, like, it highlights Lana yeah. and puts them over in yeah. a different kind of, like, category, um, a stratosphere, give them back the title. He was really good with that strap. Mm-hmm. Um and let's just see what he does with it. Let's see who his challengers yeah. is. Nigga, Andrade versus Rusev is a match that you didn't know you wanted. But we d- we got it already. We've seen that already. But we haven't seen it at, a, in, at length. But oh, we've shit. Seen it. That, they had a whole... match. that was his first view. Yeah, yeah, yeah. he had all these I smoke weed, people. Okay? <laughs> right, the whole Zelina Vega shit. Yeah, they always... I, I, but... I said that to book. Uh, Andrade. Okay. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Because I think Andrade can be the one to take the strap off of Rusev. Oh, yeah. If I really um, want to put Rusev on another yeah, level. Yeah. And Andrade with the United States oh, title yeah. as a Mexican. Oh, God. It's perfect. Bro, perfect as Zelina as fucking... Uh, uh-huh. Zelina, Selena. <laughs> <laughs> Zelina <laughs> Vega. It's a callback to our show, man. Selena. Check out archives. <laughs> but, yeah, that, that's... Um, Ending his whole year off perfectly, I think he earned it. Um, and now with Shinsuke, he's dropping it, and I think hopefully this is giving him some fire going into the Rumble, give him some kind of aggressive. Uh, I mean, because right now he's, 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 he, he's been, he's he's no, he's been. I know, I know he's not gonna win it, but I'm saying being a um, a cool heel like Shinsuke is, and not having any good programs, it wasn't a great reign. Maybe he can be an aggressive, cool heel. You know, extremely violent. And uh, take it up a little notch. I can and then, see that. You know, after losing the title. You know, so that's how I would go forward with him. And I'm giving him a little bit more credibility for the Rumble. I want to give him more credibility so you can actually look like somebody who's a, a threat again. I can see that. Because I, I think that. they took the teeth out of Shinsuke completely. 
Uh, I also think Vince sees him and is like, God damn it, I gotta get that Japan on bra. <laughs> Shit, pal, he's over it. Yeah, he's so over, I but gonna, I don't know if they, um, he's, he sees him that way if you don't give him actual angles. I think they're he's, gonna. He just know I, he gets a pop. I, well, see, that's the thing, too. Like, you know, he the, the, Vince sees the glorious got thing, and, mm-hmm. you know, Bobby is lethargic on Raw, and mm-hmm. all of a sudden, like, people notice your hard work. People notice you come to work every day. They notice you're professional. They notice you kind of care about it. Mm-hmm. These are all the things that play in the backstage, every, yeah. you know, because we're reasonable and logic, if you didn't know about this wrestling mm-hmm. podcast. And, like, so we know these titles are, again, consolation prizes, mm-hmm. and, they, you know, they're, they're not. Yeah. Real, but for Bobby Roode to win... Uh, the Raw Tag Team titles be like, hey man, I know you just been sitting around plotting around, not doing nothing. Mm-hmm. You know, go get you some extra cash, get you some more spotlight, some more TV time. Mm-hmm. Good to go. I think if Vince ha- Vince has his eye on the product, yeah. So I think Shinsuke winning the United States Championship was a little nudge to him. Kind of yeah. was like, hey. We kind of see you. Mm-hmm. Hold tight. We got some shit that we doing, man. Yeah. It's just a lot of people. Yeah. You know what I mean? I think they are... I think they really have a... You don't sign Shinsuke and then re him up not to have something for him in uh-huh. the future. Yeah. He won the Rumble last year. Uh, um, I'm sorry. Um, yeah, he won the yeah, Rumble. He won the Rumble, won the Rumble last year. Yeah. So, like, we thought, you know, they weren't doing enough with him up yeah. until the Rumble. You yeah. know what I mean? And then... He, I, I I think they're finding trying to find out like you said give him a new coat of paint yeah. and, and put him on there and be a, a cool heel on Raw mm-hmm. be that nonchalant guy that Vince probably can see that he can draw money from a foreigner mm-hmm. he loves a foreigner here yeah. so I think he brings him over there with the with the interest music mm-hmm. I think that works well for business wise yep. logical I think that makes sense and reasonable I think that makes sense for him to go and wrestle diversity on, on of that course. show no, uh-huh. and and I would swap Shinsuke for Finn at this point uh, Shinsuke for Finn Shinsuke for Finn Finn on Finn on Smackdown would be uh, I don't see them doing that I, everything they did with Finn I think this I see them keeping him raw because I think there's something they see as like this bright and shiny object so and now that, like, so now that you, you gotta say show that, him off so now but we're not gonna do nothing with him but so we're just gonna that show you him say off that, let's let's move Shinsuke after Mania and Finn is still there that's a that's a feud that you know okay. what I mean can yeah, well, I yeah, can yeah. see Shinsuke with the Intercontinental Strap because the Intercontinental Strap is still on Raw. That's true. That's true. You know what I mean? Yeah. Unless they end up swapping titles, around I, I don't know what that would, you know what that would prove. Someone, <laughs> someone important has to hold the United States Championship. Yeah, that the the person makes that title. Okay. So for Rusev to have it, yeah, you paying a little bit more attention to it. Yeah. Even when Shinsuke had it, you paid a little bit of attention to it, but he didn't wrestle nobody with it. Yeah. So, it, you know what I mean? Whoever he would have had a feud with, it would have made that title a little bit more something. Yeah. It's a little bit diminished because he didn't have a feud with anybody. Exactly. So, yeah. you know what I mean? So, Rusev having it, going into a feud, I think that makes the title. So, um, I, yeah. I, I'm, I'm, I'm looking for 2019 to be a really big year for wrestling. Just because the imagination, you got call ups with mm-hmm. Undisputed, Alistair Black, you know, Matt Riddle it, might it, it make, gets make me, it, you know yeah, what I mean? It gets me excited just thinking about it, honestly, because 
this year was as much as we have negative opinions sometimes, we want it to be better and better and better. It was really, really good. It was one of the best years it in wrestling. It was one of the best years in westland. That's yeah. why I try to be like so optimistic. even and optimistic because like bro, like man. I went to like so many wrestling events. I worked at a wrestling wrestling events behind the scenes, mm-hmm. and just knowing like what goes into it, you know what I mean. Again, like on the air, I'm going to thank Cora and myself uh, for giving me the opportunity at MLW because like now watching it on a grander scale of WWE, you kind of see like how stressful that shit is. You know what I mean? And yeah. Here we are, like, we're fantasy booking. And as easy as it is, as easy as it is, <laughs> it's hard. It's not, not, it's not. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's hard. As easy as it is, it's not as, as easy. As easy as, as it, it is. It's, it's, <laughs> right. And and um, they are really get And they give us nuggets. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? WWE is really like Marvel. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. They they give us nuggets. And they they allow Dane Bryan to come back and wrestle. And then they give AJ Styles the long, the fifth longest reign in WWE history. Mm-hmm. And we get dream matches. And first time. Bro, I saw Nakamura and Styles at WrestleMania live. Like. Yeah. Bro. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, that was nuts. <laughs> that was nuts. <laughs> That's, that's Literally weird. nuts because he low blowed them too. Like, it was nuts. <laughs> <laughs> like, nah, so, I, like, I, I like, hear you, man. You know, we saw. Nah, I, I saw Ch- NXT, bro. I saw the the first ever North American title match was a ladder match with Ricochet and Velveteen and Adam Cole, and that match was fucking awesome. That's probably one of my favorite matches of the year. Ciampa and Gargano street fight, amazing. We went to NXT to, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, wrestling has been popping. Yeah. Popping. You know what I mean? So, um, as a writer and as a film guy, it's like, of course, we're going to look at a film and be like, like, Black Panther has too much to see. I'm going to say it all the time because it's a really good film. Yeah. Really good film. And if you have that budget, then why not just clean it up a tad? Yeah. Why rush through it? Yeah. You know what I yeah. mean? Like why? Like WWE rushes through it. That's why we're like, damn, nigga, it's yeah. a good product. Why rush through it? Exactly, exactly. That's pretty much the essence of what we do here yeah. on the podcast. What what other podcasts do is that we want excellence, mm-hmm. you know, because it's already great. It's like we want excellence, yeah. you know. But it, it, but, great, they, but it's, it's an evolving thing. It's an evolving thing. Super evolving. You know, thing. Super evolving. So that's why, so, I'm, and I'm, that's why. Also, I mean, to I know we haven't we kind of chipped overall, but. Um, Vince's Vince's promo in Santa Claus outfit. He said that he's gonna bring women's tag team championships. That's a, that is a that is he, that's huge. That's a bonus high spot for us. Yeah, he said he's going to uh, have uh, some still cage matches, and John Cena's coming back. You know, and he's gonna be a Raw SmackDown. So, uh, they are cha- I think because you know what I said. You when I said they did. They changed. I think they're li- literally trying to. Yeah. I think they're literally trying to. I think that yeah. I think it does mean something. Yeah, that these things are happening now. I can you know. I can, I'm, I, I can follow you now. So, honestly, like they said, they're listening and they're saying it in a, dif- in a different way than they used to in the past. Like, and I'm not saying it's going to be this amazing product where it's everything everything we want for sure. But I think that them pushing women's tag team a steel cage match with so and so and so and so and John Cena. It's giving people saying saying hey you got something to look forward to, 
And we, it's we got also some, okay. Yeah. And as a business guy, I, I, yo, our, again, I love how we found our groove because, like, the dynamic of the show, your creativeness, mm-hmm. your creative side, the passion, and then my business side. Yeah. Nerds! Nerd Wallet presents Money Questions Credit Card Round. Ready, Steve? No time to answer. How can you compare and apply for the best travel credit cards? Turn to the nerds. Where can you find the best card for your credit score? Turn to the nerds. For a triple point bonus, is it better to earn rewards in points? Or Miles. Uh, I'm kidding. Turn to the nerds. Winner, winner. Fiscally responsible dinner. Game's over, Steve. From the lowest rates to the best rewards. For all your credit card questions, turn to the nerds at nerdwallet.com. This is so beneficial. Yeah. This is, bro, this is more time. I got my nieces for Christmas. I got them each um, the women's titles. I got my little uh, niece, Aaliyah, the SmackDown women's title. And Kennedy, uh-huh. she got the Raw SmackDown Women title. Yeah. Guess what they're getting next Christmas? The tag titles. This is more money. John Cena's yeah. coming back right on time for yeah. Bumblebee. Yeah. This is great free promotion. Yeah. Every every John it's, Cena uh, is in his and it's in within his, the boundaries, his boundaries of, of yeah of what's beneficial to them and, and what's something that that the crowd and audience exactly. are going to want. So so it's, I'm, it's like, a mutual, I'm not. We can be like okay, undisputed is coming coming up. How business wise, like, is that going to help them right now? I'm not that it's not going to do bump, but like John Cena is obviously going to obviously gonna move stuff. And, and, he's, and he's not exclusive to the brand, too. yeah. So like exactly. that's another so big you can thing too. Swap him. We can see. Um, we can see him on Monday yeah. and Tuesday, which also is beneficial. Maybe we can finally get the small Joe John Cena feud, bro. <laughs> we can never get it. That'd be crazy because he keeps getting injured. I mean, <laughs> goddamn Samoa Joe. Damn. You're supposed to be indestructible. Samoa's yeah, I know. indestructible, dog. For real. They're supposed to be. They're supposed to be. Oh, yeah, you can't have, you can't have but a Samoan. If you have but a Samoan, it doesn't work. It's, they're immune. That's what they say. That's what they say. <laughs> All right. Um, so let's get into... Um, you got a best written? You got a best written for the week? Uh, best written for the week. I think the best written for the week... See... Uh, I, I I see. It. I don't like being a prisoner of the moment. What's that? But Daniel Bryan again. I'm sorry, man. Okay. But no, like, no. I was actually think I was. That was literally what I was thinking. And we didn't talk about this before the show, yeah. so it's spontaneous on the spot. Um, yeah, what, I think that Daniel Bryan. But I got a different one. We'll go all right. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Cool. So <laughs> I we'll hear that. We'll hear uh, okay. So Daniel Bryan going like into this new mode of the new Daniel Bryan. You got to keep that vibe, you know, and you got to make that vibe uh, penetrate through SmackDown to make him feel like a viable champion. And I think that we're getting that vibe with him coming out, interrupting the Santa Claus thing with R-Truth, putting him in the heel hook, you know, um, brutalizing him and then just fucking with uh, Mustafa Ali backstage just because he pinned him last week because he's pissed off. That's a heel. That's a heel who thinks he's noble. That's not really noble, you know. So um, I just think that going forth, pushing that vibe, I think that it's aggressive, it's new, and keeping it on TV. In a week that I thought there would be no progression, I thought that was a uh, pretty much a week of uh, a filler week. Yeah, it was, it was, so it was Raw, supposed to be standstill. Yeah, and Raw kind of was filler. But SmackDown, there was progression with Mustafa Ali, progression with Rusev, progression with the tag team division. You got progression with storyline, and that's all I pretty much want. In wrestling, you know, progression and everything to make sense within your boundaries of business, a logic, whatever. You got to make it progression wise to make a palatable show. 
That's all I ask for. And SmackDown does that with Dan Bryan this week, I think, writing-wise. I think my best week, uh, my best week, my best written of the week is um, is also on SmackDown. And, okay, before I get into that, let's, I don't want to necessarily, I know you say we have an audience. So, I don't want to necessarily not speak on Raw. Um, but nothing was really of note on Raw. As we say, the week was a filler week. Um, because No, there wasn't. You, there wasn't you know what I mean? Like, enough, I, really. It was, you know, like we had the triple threat with Drew McIntyre and Finn Balor and Dolph Ziggler. Finn Balor won. Yeah. Okay. Uh, we had the tag match with the Revival and um, the Gable and Rude for the tag titles, and Gable and Rude won. But I think um, what happened was in the storyline, which is which could be potential for good writing, and that's why I wanted to t- touch on uh-huh. it, is because I knew it was something that I wanted to speak on. I think the um, they they said that they pinned the wrong guy. The okay. ref then the ref okay. the ref didn't recognize that you know uh, Wilder got yeah okay. I think Wilder got pinned but Dawson was legal okay something like that and so I think that writing wise that's really good because it gives the heels something to be aggressive and mad about mm-hmm. you know what I mean yeah sometimes the heels need a little push yeah a little mm. yeah. You know what I mean? Let's take it over the top. Exactly, no. and 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 the baby faces are not being, you know, mischievous. Mm-hmm. They're just like like it was They're chaos. It was just like, and yeah. I would roll up a guy. The ref counted. Shit, we won. Yeah. God damn, get that belt. We out here. <laughs> Let's go drinking. Yeah. Um, um, so that was that was really good writing. Um, but outside of that, um, I didn't care for a street fight. Um, and I'm not even trying to talk about Raw because it, yeah. it, it, it's it's it was a filler week, it, and and it's just we had matches. That's it. <laughs> it was we had matches. If you like these matches, if you don't, then, then you know. I and most of the matches, I weren't. Yeah. I wasn't interested in most of the yeah, matches. I wasn't either. You know, so Raw was like, yeah, we had matches. We're gonna try to make some kind of storyline <laughs> and hey, eat that. It's Christmas, you know. But uh, SmackDown, I think, did the opposite. Like they came with it. And they still use utilizing the roster. You see two or five guys getting just shine yeah. on a on their on stage on a major you on know a, uh, yeah platform a, a major place yeah because two or five lives not on USA yeah, Network it's not the two or five the, get, the cruiserweights are not performing pace. on SmackDown yeah that's how they get more Twitter followers exactly. and all that. people say who's that you know exactly and exactly they get their shine in a weird, in a way that helps them out. While building storyline, while progressing progressing the divisions, they, they're they're pushing with it, all the divisions and and all SmackDown and bringing new stars. Yo, SmackDown is like could be right now the best show in wrestling right now. It could be like there's an argument to be made. And so what I was gonna I was gonna be corny and say my best written was the show of SmackDown, uh-huh. just because they didn't give up. Yeah. Just because, yeah. Just because it's holiday. Just because it was. Just because, and it was taped. The, exactly. That's that's my thing. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not advocating for wrestling to be taped. I'm not. Mm-hmm. But what I am advocating is that it seemed like they knew what was happening this week, 
and had time to write for next week. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah. my guy, you don't have that every other time you write television. Yeah. You don't have to. It really felt like that. Yeah. It really felt like how we sit down and we have, like, we have our moments when we sit down as writers and we like, okay, this is flowing really well. I can write at least yeah. instead of yeah. two paragraphs. I ended up write a whole chapter, and you like, fuck, okay, that chapter was bomb. Yeah, I you told, get into that. that I tell that, a story <laughs> with that. Get into that mode. You get into that you know Zen mode where you just off. Yo, and as a it, and it feels like that the writers took the momentum of last week. They took and kept what, going and kept them. going. They had the promo package with Rusev and Nakamura. They had the. Um, they had the tag team match between Andrade mm-hmm. uh, and and uh, Daniel Bryan versus Mustafa Ali and AJ Styles. Mustafa pins Daniel Bryan. The next week they have a match between Andrade and fucking Mustafa Ali because mm-hmm. shit, Andrade's like, bitch, you ain't pin me. Mm-hmm. I ain't lose this match. Yeah, for a motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> so they go out there and wrestle, yeah. and then. He gets he gets pinned. So now you like, oh shit, you building a baby face. For real. And then he gets attacked in the back by Daniel Bryan, and then you're building upon that character who is, you know, still trying to get steam as a heel. Mm-hmm. And like then again we talked about how they're 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 integrating the tag team division and writing from last week where the club I mean, I, I can I like okay, continuity between the club and Usos, they had a match, but fuck it, they had a good competitive match. It wasn't like mm-hmm. you know what I mean? It was just a competitive match yeah. type thing and then they got broken up, so now it makes sense that they're on teams. Yeah. No need for the new day to be involved because they wasn't even involved in the segment. So yeah. like But they it, still got time on T V. Exactly. So it, it was yeah. really written well. Like the show was written well. Like mm-hmm. even a backstage segment which, you know, Manny Rose and, and uh, Jimmy Uso and whatnot, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like, it, it's, 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 it's good. Even the YouTube shit from SmackDown is good. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? The New Day and Iconics doing the Christmas stuff that's on YouTube. Like that I didn't was, see that. I, was, I, I, oh, I, I, I didn't check it out. It's, fu- it's just funny. Okay. Like, they just utilize their time and their, and their, and their, and their characters. I to, think, yeah, and, there's, there's arguments we made that. SmackDown might be the most consistent right now. At the at the moment, at the moment, it's the most consistent, which is good. It gives me my fix. It, it allows me to come to the podcast and not kind of be so gung-ho to be like, fuck, why am I watching wrestling? Because SmackDown is able to give me my balance uh-huh. when Raw kind of misses out on it. And then I still have an hour NXT, which is really good because... Even though it was, I was there and it was taped, it still built the program to where I'm excited for their um, NXT takeover and and Phoenix. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, um, and then they still got at least three more weeks to tape before that. So mm-hmm. um, right now uh, we watched today. It was I'm um, sorry. Uh, we watched uh, Bianca Belair qualify in the Fatal Four Way yeah. against Bianca Shirai, um, Lacey Evans, and um, Mia Yim. So now it's Bianca Belair versus Shayna Baszler and Phoenix. That's going to be a bomb ass match. Yeah. So now it's three weeks of setting that program up. Yeah. I think that. And I think these are two of the best talkers. Oh yeah, natural, Shana like and Shana Bianca? and Bianca is the two uh, of the best natural talkers. I can't wait to see those promos. I cannot wait. <laughs> yeah. So it's dope. Shana's you know a bully, yeah. and then you know you got Bianca's like Bianca you can't bully me. Yet. 
You can't bully me. I'm the <laughs> gonna, kid. Yeah, bro. so um, I'm looking forward to that program. I really am. Uh, yeah, man. Bianca, I, I hope she wins, but you say she's not going to win. I think, I think you keep you keep it on Shayna two-time unless you calling her up. Oh, okay. Shayna, you know, Shayna's are the only two-time women's uh, champion in NXT. But Samoa won it two times, and then he got and called right back, right up. So it could be like one of those things, like you know, where I mean, that's cool. I, that, well, I so mean, give it to, I, I'm like, give it to Bianca, right? Either now. or, I think Bianca with the title is amazing. Uh, so. Matter of fact, and then, uh, we're, we're and then gonna, in New York, so you can like call the title. Like, we're gonna, in, uh, we we go we gonna get more into uh, our booking of the blacks during the yeah. blackies. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, let's go ahead and speak. We're forty five minutes into the show. Oh, okay. So let's. Yeah. Uh, what's your worst producer? Best producer? You got one of those? Nah. Um, I, I'm not gonna pick, pick. I'm not gonna pick. I'm not gonna pick on anything. So, but best produce. I think Tommaso Ciampa's uh, promos backstage in NXT. Whoa, yeah, and, uh, con- and continuity wise, like I think my from- best produce was the Velveteen Dream package. Oh, that was really good. That was fucking. I mean, and, yo, every yo. T- when we get into the black, yeah, you're guy, right. It was Velveteen. Yo, Dream. everything they do with that guy is fucking magic. On point. Like, Everything is it's all. fucking it's captain it's bro. Prince was cap okay. I don't want this to be blasphemous at all. Matter of, I'ma save it. I'ma save what? it. What? I'ma save it. I'ma save it. Nah, say it, say it. <laughs> you gotta see it. Nah, level teen is uh he he embodies that vibe. He he embodies that Magical. Yo, okay. Um, All right, let's. Uh, vibe. This is so a, this is he a, captivates people. I think, and everything the way they produce them is a particular way, and then they show off that people also are fucking with them. I don't you know? want to be blasphemous, but this is what I'm about to say right here. Yeah. Shout out to Patrick Clark, for real. Honestly, truly, we appreciate you. Your artistry. This is great method acting, if it is. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Like, this is this is art. Yeah. You know what I mean? The guy ca- captivates an audience and puts them where he wants them to be, uh-huh. like Prince. I don't know what you mean. Like, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Like, his... Because he's not... Because it's... it's in the wrestling sense, you know, yes, you gotta you gotta look at it that way. In the wrestling sense, yes, like he's like a wrestling prince, even in the energy he gives off. So it's not just oh he's a he's a gimmick, you know, he's like a, he's a mockery, he's like a mockery of prince. It's like within his energy in the ring, in his performance, in his production, in his presentation, he gives he you that gives vibe, you that vibe, and that's when you talk about best produced, bro, for somebody to get it. Right? Mm-hmm. For somebody backstage to get it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? To write the details, to produce it, to edit it, mm-hmm. to the agents being able to understand that character and have him accentuate those, to emote those, you know what I mean? Like, it's a well 
packaged character. Yeah, I couldn't come and, up with that. Bro, it is fucking fantastic to see. Um, congratulations to you. Honestly, might be the most prominent black character on the roster uh, on the, in the entire in company. the entire company. Like honestly, like if we're doing the blackies right now, the yeah, first ever, the first ever blackie goes to Velveteen Dream as being the most prominent black character presented on screen in 2018. Correct. They wrote for him correctly. They booked for him correctly. Mm-hmm. They presented him correctly. Yep. They allowed him to come out there with his gear to accentuate yep. himself correctly. They gave him chances. They gave and him chances. And he chance- knocked it out the park oh, every single goodness, time. bro. They gave him chances. And he, and he blew... Griffey, yeah, he, he blew us out the water every single time. Because when he was present, presented as a character... I saw his matches and I saw his moments, but and even up until he had that match with uh, last year with uh, Alistair Black, I was like, "Oh, this guy is great." I, I got we I knew then this guy is great, but what he's done this year, <laughs> after that, the the creativity to it, the style, the the the, the moments he's created with every single feud he's had, yeah. For NXT is brilliant. It's yeah. brilliant. So he, he's, yeah, you're right. Yeah, he's I, the top. Black I think he's the top. Wrestler he's of the top black, top black wrestler of the year. Um, I can't wait to see the uh, um, the experiments they allow him to do on SmackDown. Mm-hmm. I believe when he comes up, he's going to SmackDown. He's going to Friday nights. I think. Um, I think that character is made for live television on a Friday night. They have their own Dalton Castle. They don't need Dalton. They have their own Dalton Castle and Velveteen Dream. Yeah. There's no need to double down on that character. Yeah. There's no need to to bring extra onto it. So they don't so so don't bring Dalton. Don't at all. bring Dalton in at all. Don't bring him, the boys, none of that swag. Fuck it. Bag stuff over here. Uh, so, I think that Velveteen Dream will get caught up to SmackDown. Um, I would like to see him in the Rumble. I think that he will be a great uh, addition to the Rumble. Um, maybe if they allow him and Alistair to have a little bit of uh, entanglement in the Rumble. Because I think Alistair will be called up too as well. Um, and I would like to see him be transitioned into the main roster. Seeing Velveteen Dream in New York would be amazing. Seeing him in New York would be amazing. At WrestleMania. At WrestleMania. That would be amazing. That would be amazing. And I know he wants to be there. Yeah. Like, that's the thing. I think that's why he's like, Vince, call me up. He's mm-hmm. like, I want to be at WrestleMania because, bro, in New York. Because, bro, I'm there in the Smoothie Center. So he at- knows he's going to get that book because he know he believes in himself. You know? He believes in himself. So like, I see him at NXT come out. And it's it's it, bro. It's, it was fifteen thousand in there. It was it was fifteen thousand. Uh-huh. And when the lights go black and that purple little shit comes in, it's erupting. Damn, that guy is there. It's crazy. So, I mean, so it's I crazy. can understand why he wants to maximize that adrenaline rush by yeah. five times, man. Yeah, <laughs> I feel you. It's a drug. <laughs> so yeah. shout out to Velveteen Dream winning our first ever Blackie. Um, I ain't got no soundboard or no trophy to give you, but just shout out. I'm gonna hit this blunt for you because you're a real nigga. Mm-hmm. 
Um, all right, so uh what's our next Blackie Award? Um that's the, that's the that's the biggest one. That, like right there. That's that honestly that you start big. with the biggest one. <laughs> okay. Jeez, you gotta go down there. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, um so well, let's just go let's, if we're gonna go down from there, let's go to the worst booked black wrestler. Well, we already know the worst booked black wrestler. Bobby and Bobby Lashley, Lashley, but I'm gonna go off the record. I'm gonna say the worst book black wrestler to Apollo Cruz. Yeah. No, 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 no. I take that back. <laughs> the worst book black wrestler on the main roster is Titus O'Neil. Okay. One more time, I want to give a shout out to Which somebody one? else that uh, you sure? no, to, to Titus O'Neil. So this is my final answer. Okay. And the reason why I say that is because I just saw the YouTube video of him in Tampa, bro. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, bro, the guy is so amazing, man. Yo, and this is a for real moment. Mm-hmm. Tyson O'Neill, you are amazing, man. You are an inspiration. I, I, I only inspire to be, you know what I mean, yeah. to, to, the way you give back to the community, the way you love your sons, the way you love your mother, the way you 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 uh, uh, um, present yourself as a professional mm-hmm. all the time. You know what I mean? Um, yeah, you're, you got to my and I got to my cat. And when, he, we're, we're in, when we're handing out blackies, yeah, you know what I mean. I gotta I gotta represent and show one more one time for Tyler O'Neill. And the reason why I say he's one he's the worst book guy is because how don't you use that? Yeah, it's real too. It's, it's like real. It's real, and you don't I have think, to shove it down the yeah, throat, yeah. but you can just. You can when we say those because they, they use it every prices, now and then, but they don't make it him because that's who he is. That's who he is. So put it on TV, exactly. Make it his character, exactly, and he can go, like, you know. And, and, and it'll be so authentic. Uh-huh. It'll be exactly. so authentic. authentic, you know. So I think the even, that used to be a word on this show. <laughs> yeah, man, we're going to do a remember the time show. <laughs> Authentic, authentic. <laughs> oh, yeah. but hey, yo, things have to be authentic, yo. So, <laughs> what can I say? So, be authentic to his character, to who he is. So, yeah. that's what you want things to be. That's um, what you want things to be. So, who is your worst book? Uh, who is your worst book? Uh, you gonna stick with Bobby? I think the worst book, black wrestler. If you're talking business wise, is Bobby Lashley. If you're talking logically, it's Bobby Lashley. If you're talking everything right now, it's Bobby Lashley. <laughs> because it's Tyrus O'Neill's great. Even if they booked even Tyrus O'Neill bad when it came to even what they booked him for was was Tyrus Worldwide. They didn't yeah. even look that bad. Yeah. But Bobby Lashley in another way is like the whole package is right there for you. Yeah. You know? Not that's only a, that's that, a world champion, yeah, bro. Exactly. Like, that's a Yeah, the whole, he's right there yeah, for you. That's so a world all champion. you need to do is just plug in the opportunities for him to actually make something happen. You know, and and they don't they actually hinder him yeah. and they keep backing him into corners. Like when you always say, "Okay, we're going to write you into like being this lovable guy to your sisters off the bat." Rather than this badass who's you know was in the army, it's it's hard to go from there. It's hard pivot, hard to pivot, you know. And then you book him as now the guy who's showing his ass. It's it's make it even worse. It's hard to pivot from that. Oh yeah, you're the guy who just used to bend over and show his ass. That's that's what you go on from now. Rather than the guy who has the potential 
to be a really good heel or a really good face in his own. Yeah, I gimmick. mean, yo, he they're they're not even making him a good anything. Anything. They're not making him a good heel. They're not mm-hmm. making him a good baby. They're not doing anything right now. So it is unfortunate uh, that Bobby Lashley has been placed in this position to fail. But <laughs> it's sad. It's, I mean, but yeah, that's the worst. That's the worst written, yeah. man. Because he came back. You said happened, you said when he came back, they popped, right? Yeah, we had a pop. We had a pop. We had a pop that raw after uh. Mania, man. So we was like, oh, Bobby's back. Him and Brock Lesnar is going to be a fucking fight. Yes. <laughs> Beat the shit out of him, Bobby. <laughs> I mean, you know, I root for anybody that's black, dog. You know, yeah. but when you got one man showing his ass literally on TV. <laughs> I mean, I'm with you, Bobby. Show your ass on TV, nigga. <laughs> Word. Fuck that. They ain't booking you wrong. They booking you right. Show your black motherfucking ass on TV, nigga. Because you a real motherfucker. <laughs> Look at you, right? That's funny. I'm dead, yo. <laughs> oh man! Oh my goodness! Uh, oh, I'm sorry, Paul. Please, I'll, <laughs> I'll, I'll delete this shit. No, but look, yo, you book them better, man. Like that's the, we don't have this. We don't have this material. Yeah, like man. book them better. Oh, you know, yeah, it's just right. he, guy, and we talk in with him. It's like, damn, we've seen him do do it well in TNA. We've seen what they can use, you yeah. know, in TNA. So it's like, damn, not saying not saying do the same thing, do your own way, but like but make just it, make it, make it, make it better. Just sure. try, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Um, okay, so with, after that, we got um, who do you see has the best projection? Who uh, for the Blackie? Who who going who, forward in two thousand nineteen? Going forward two thousand nineteen. Well, who? I mean, we we think our, we said Velveteen. Velveteen was in the stratosphere, you know. Uh, I really think right now, projection wise, there's nobody else that you can even argue for outside of him. Not in that stratosphere, but I think who can have that go and that rocket is Bianca. Oh, absolutely. We kind of like pull back a little bit, but yeah. I think. In 2019, I think the 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 character spotlight will be on Bianca Belair. I think the Blackie goes to Bianca Belair for 2019 I'm character to see spotlight. She's gonna do. I really am so curious. Because I think if if we're talk if there if Shayna has to drop the title in order to move up to the roster in time for the the four on four, the Horsewoman forces the Horsewoman. Bianca has the the title. Yeah, it's Bianca versus whoever the fuck else is on NXT. <laughs> but does it even matter? Yeah, Bianca's holding it for uh, yeah. a bit, and she uh, and she can headline in um, and she New can York. headline in New York. And I think yeah. you give her that Sasha backing from NXT with the presentation because mm-hmm. NXT just gets it. Yeah. And they and they write it very very well. 
I think if you give her that Sasha S because Sasha was made in NXT with her presentation. Absolutely. And with the legit ring work that Bianca can put on and the, and the charisma that she has and the character that she is as the EST of NXT, I think it's perfect for her to just like you know what I mean? Like Strap the, the women the women in that the women in that roster that have held that title has went on to be great. Mm, you know what I mean? Yeah. Those are great wrestlers. Not just female wrestlers, but wrestlers and characters. It's a lot. It's Charlotte, it's Becky, it's Bailey, it's Asuka, it's Shayna. You know what I mean? Yeah, NXT, like, they've produced some of the best wrestlers. Yeah. Since they, more, more, more better wrestlers and characters have come from the woman's side almost than on the men's side with yeah. what they've produced. The way to how they you're used and you utilize to the point to pet to their potential. So on the main I, roster, on the main roster, yeah, on the main roster, and because every male wrestler that comes up from the main roster flounders a little bit. Yeah, the women hit the ground running. Yep. They're putting the spotlight and they hit the ground running. You know, mm-hmm. so it's it's every it's now and then you have your like Ember Moon and Dana Brooks, but for the most part, for the most part, they yeah. they they get even Ruby Riot's getting a lot of work. Yeah. She's like you know, so she's I think they 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 get they get them give them more. They've been giving them more, so that's good for them. But with NXT now, there's so much good wrestlers there that I don't think they need Shayna, so that she can move up. Bianca could take the lane, the the title, and was that. Headline um not WrestleMania Brooklyn Brooklyn yeah uh, NXT takeover Brooklyn, uh in WrestleMania weekend and yeah that'll be I don't know I don't know her who gets. New, her New York and that just that media that it just does something for it's different yeah, yeah. you know what I mean like Riddle just got a taste of MSG tonight you know what I mean mm-hmm. like after Christmas. Mm-hmm. Um, just him there for a weekend and mania is just gonna be different. He did it on the independent yeah. last year, but that machine is is yeah. You know what I mean? So it's like quite different. <laughs> it, you know what I mean? So yeah. by Bianca being there with the title, with the media, her performer in a high profile match with someone that probably matters as the up and coming or something like that. Yeah. They got four months to make somebody else because she's made. Yeah, you know what I mean. So I think that that she she's she's my she's yeah. my character spotlight for the next year. Yeah, I think Bianca's great. Yeah, double team Bianca. For uh, breakout to p- the best projection going wise. Um, any more blackies you want to hand out? Honestly, I think that's it. Yeah. All right. Well, we got the show done in an hour. Good. So we want to thank you guys for listening, man. Um, it's been a hell of a hell of a journey for us and we appreciate y'all um happy just, new year just spending time with us but yeah happy new year we won't talk to y'all until the new year so you guys be safe mm-hmm. enjoy your time and uh come back and listen Bring don't drink friend. and drive i mean no please get uber or lyft <laughs> sponsored by or something maybe yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, you guys. Thank you. Follow us on all our social medias. Um, RW Podcast One, Reasonable Wrestling Podcast. And once again, thank you guys for listening. Happy New Year. Peace. Peace out.
Oh, before I get out of here, I want to say shout out to uh, Alexis Littlefoot for the dope ass uh, split NWO shirt I got on. Uh, this shit is fucking fire, so Merry Christmas to myself. At Young Littlefoot, uh, shout out, appreciate it. We'll get back to your music shortly, but first, did you know that prescription prices are different at different pharmacies? You could literally drive across the street and get a different price. That's crazy. But with GoodRx, you can instantly compare prices at every pharmacy in your neighborhood and save up to 80%. You're probably thinking there's a catch, right? Nope. It's 100% free and can save you money whether you have insurance or not. In fact, it can often beat your copay. Download the GoodRx app today and start saving. GoodRx is not insurance.